Hello everyone, this is the Audience Explorer, a podcast for you as a founder or creator who wants to develop an audience for your product or service. I'm Matthias Bohlen. I think you're probably here because you create a product or service for a certain audience. In the previous episodes of the Audience Explorer, I have shown you four steps to deliberately search for your audience in a systematic way. And in the last episode, I showed you what to do when you find that audience. You should really spend time to understand them, to learn from them, to learn their domain language, to learn their problems and underserved needs so that you can build a product for them or a service that really helps them. Today, in this episode, I'll talk about the logical next step to develop your audience. Once you have this initial basic understanding, you'll want to select those people in your audience with whom you want to engage in a conversation later. This means that you will probably have to select the people you want to work with. Why could this be important, the selection of audience members? Well, first of all, you need other people to learn. Doing it on your own can only do so much. As Steve Blank used to say, get out of the building, talk to real people outside. You won't be able to do this on your own. On the other hand, your time as an indie creator or indie hacker is limited. Maybe you're a single person company, so you don't have infinite time to talk to people because you also have to do some product building, service building, and you have to do some marketing, right? And all this at the same time in a kind of uh, iterative cycle. So your time is limited as an indie creator. This means that you want to maximize the probability to learn from the people in your audience. You need to select those from whom you can learn a lot of things in a short time. This would be the ideal, right? You need lively people, you need people who are able to talk, who are maybe enthusiastic, are angry about their underserved needs. You really need uh, people with a lot of energy where you can learn something. What's the basic idea to select those people? First, when I go out and, and select people whom I want to work with, I look for energy. I look for people who are active, who are lively speaking or writing or recording videos, podcasts and so on. People who, who I would say, oh yeah, they are visible, they are, they are talking, I can learn from them. And I also, of course, I, I look for nice people. I don't want to talk to negative people. But I think that's, that's more or less self-evident. Then I also look for people who are uh, probably executing a certain job to be done. For example, if I want to help book authors, then I look for people who are actively writing books, uh, who are researching the, the content for their books, who are building structure, who establish their characters, their locations, the time where the story is playing and so on. 
I'll also probably look for people who have a certain pain or problem. When somebody is totally happy with book writing, I can't help them with, with book writing software, for example, right? I really have to look for what are they missing? What could improve their process? Maybe I, I can discover a certain need, a certain underserved need. So I would be looking for people who have those needs. In general, you would look for lively people about which you have a certain hypothesis that you will need to falsify. Let's say you're building a product, then behind that product there is a value hypothesis. You think that your product renders some value to your audience and you want to know, is this hypothesis true? Am I really right when I think that my product will render value for my audience? You need people whom you can talk to and people who will really tell you whether your hypothesis is true or false or needs to be modified. The next step after selecting those people would be to engage in a conversation with them. You select people to enable that conversation. How could you do that? Well, let's make an example like last time. Last time I talked about beekeepers people who keep bees, who get honey and wax from them. I want to help them with some software that enables them to create a community of beekeepers. Then, first of all, of course, I would talk to beekeepers themselves because they know much about it. They know how the bees feel, what the bees need, what, what they need to do with the bees and so on. And they would know each other. They would know what beekeepers are typically doing, what their friends are doing, what events there are for beekeeping, lots of things. Then I would also talk to other people like honey makers, for example. Maybe some beekeepers make their own honey. Maybe there are specialists, honey making specialists who work for several beekeepers. This could also be true. Or if I want to go big, I could uh, talk to the honey making industry but I don't know. Maybe I should also talk to wax and candle makers. Let's say I, I talk to candle makers who specialize in natural bee wax candles. Very niche kind of audience. And I would ask them, what have you to do with beekeepers? How do you interact with them? Where do you get your wax from? Do you know the people you get your wax from or do you get them via some kind of wholesale process? Right, so I would ask them how they get their wax and make the candles. One special case from here where I live in the west of Germany, we have a lot of apple farms here in, in, in this little village where I live. And sometimes on Sundays I go out for a walk through the apple farms and I see boxes with, with bees inside and the bees fly through the apple fields and act as pollinators for the apple trees. So if I would really create some community building software for beekeepers, I would probably to also talk to those apple farmers because they are very much interested in, in getting enough pollen on their trees and the bees would help them with that. So this could be also be interesting for a beekeeper community. 
And finally, I would talk to a beekeepers association, for example, the Scottish Beekeepers Association or the British Beekeepers Association. There are several of them around the world. And I would talk to them because I, w I wanted to falsify my hypothesis about community building. The Beekeepers Association is a community in, in itself, so they must know something about community building, right? If you are a little creative, in, within five minutes I've, I've got one, two, three, four different roles of people whom I should talk to. Beekeepers, honey makers, wax and candle makers, apple farmers and beekeepers associations, right? So identify the roles of those people whom you want to ask, whom you want to work with. And then get started. Go, for example, out on Twitter and try to find people in one of those roles. Find beekeepers, find honey makers, candle makers, apple farmers, beekeeper associations. Find them on Twitter. Maybe you can use Get the Audience, the tool that I'm making. This tool can help you with that. It can help you find them, understand them, understand what they're speaking about, who is it that is speaking, and when they are most active so that you can join the conversation with them. Maybe you can direct message them and make an appointment on Zoom, for example, to meet them in, on a, in a video conference, in a video call. And then you can ask them, hey, you beekeepers, how are you doing your job? Hey, you honey makers, what's important for you? What are your needs? Which of those needs are already served, which are underserved? So you can really start to, to interact with them. Speaking about Get the Audience, my tool that I'm creating to help you with audience development, let me talk a little bit about the current status and the progress I'm making. I put it out there on the internet. It is live. It can be bought. right? I put it on Paddle to, in, in the store so that you can buy it there. You can license it there. And let's have a look at the stats, at the numbers of this week. I go into my database. Let's have a look what the database says. Yeah, the numbers are coming. This week I got an activation of one new user. That's not too much, but okay. The activation number is I've got two new audience in, audiences in that week with 2,580 new tweets that were imported from 1,472 Twitter users. Okay, so this one user imported lots of things and they are trying to analyze that. The retaining uh, users, yes, I was able to retain two of them from the weeks or months before. So two people who didn't sign up this week, they reappeared on Get the Audience and did some jobs. Oh yes, so this, the tweets and the tweet users were not for one person only, but for two others who appeared from the weeks before. Okay. The revenue, well, it's not much this week. I've got one new trial user. And of course, it's zero dollars revenue for them because they have not yet confirmed their membership. It's still a trial membership. Yeah, I looked at those numbers and I said, hmm, 
The activation is, well, not so great. The retention is not so great. So I really have to do something. And I signed up for Corey Haynes' swipe file community. Uh, he created a fantastic marketing community where people around the, the subject of marketing, um, they meet and they swipe existing marketing ideas and they exchange new ideas, they give feedback to each other. And I signed up for that paid community and it's really great. I posted a question there with my numbers and Corey came back and had an idea and said, well, you don't seem to have any trigger in your software that makes people come back, right? Why should a user come back to me into my app and uh, do something? They need a trigger, a reminder. For example, come back to your audience. Your audience is waiting for you. Your audience is so-and-so large with so-and-so many tweets and so-and-so many users. I think my users need some trigger to come back. So yeah, it's a really good idea. And we will continue to work on this. And also I was thinking about how do I know when people come back? If they don't import new tweets or new users from Twitter, I wouldn't know that they come back. So maybe I, I should enable more actions in Get the Audience that can be done where I can notice, oh, people come back, they do something, or no, people don't come back and don't do anything. I've got several new ideas this week about interacting more with my audience and have my app interact more with my audience. Lots of good ideas. Good, so to summarize this episode, I think the main takeaways are why is it so important that you select the members of your audience that you want to work with? It's so important because your time as an indie creator is limited. You have to maximize the probability for learning. You have to select those people from whom you can learn much in a short time. What is the basic idea for selecting the right people? Search for active, lively people, nice people that get a certain job done, like the beekeepers, the honey makers, the apple farmers, and so on. And select them so that you enable the following conversation, right? You want to follow up with a conversation with them and select those people who, who really like to converse with. And then the most important thing, get started. Don't sit at your desk pondering about how is the best way to get started. Simply get started. Contact the first few people, hop on Zoom with them and um, ask them what's going on. Thanks for this week. Thanks for listening. And go on with audience development. Thanks for listening to the Audience Explorer podcast today. You can find me on Twitter at GetTheAudience and you can check out the blog at GetTheAudience.com. If you have any questions about this episode, reach out to me on Twitter or send an email to Matthias at GetTheAudience.com. If you want to support this podcast, please leave a rating in your favorite podcast player app. This will help other founders or creators to find this podcast about developing an audience for their product or service. Thank you very much for listening and see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.